Hello, this is Jeff Roney from the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast at onceisfrozen.com, and you are listening to the Magic Hour Way Podcast. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Take a look at this enormous podcast. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Hey, my name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And we have a special guest here today by the name of Lee. How's of course, it it's Lee Lastovica of Just Dream Away Travel. And hey, man, what's up? Oh, I'm here, man. It's been a good week. Yeah. Yeah. Lee was here last week. We just we never let him leave. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he, yeah. He's been chained in my garage for for what a week and a half. In the man now. cave. Yeah. yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. he he ended he ended our first fifty, and now he's beginning our next fifty. Fifty one. <laughs> That's what I mean by enormous podcast. It's it's getting up there, man. We're getting bigger. It's pretty cool. So it's quite exciting. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, before I get into all the little chit chat and whatever, uh, just, I, I'm going to do something different today. I'm going to throw all the promotional stuff out there. So if you're listening to our show, you can follow us on Facebook, okay? Facebook.com forward slash Magic Our Way. We're on Twitter at Magic Our Way. And we got a Pinterest account that you can follow us on. You know, Magic Our Way have nothing up there, but you know, why not? Go ahead and follow us. And if you download us on iTunes or Stitcher or any other device that allows you to leave a rating or review, uh, man, by all means, do so because that just helps us, you know, help, helps us help you. I don't know how, but it does. Anyway, we do have a speak pipe, and that's our way we get our voicemails at this moment in time. Uh, so from any personal computer or laptop or mobile device or whatever, you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way and leave us a voicemail, voicemail message. Um, right now, we our limit's about 90 seconds, but I mean, you know, 90 seconds is a long time. That's a minute and a half. You get a lot of love in, in 90 minutes. Yeah, you can talk, definitely talk a lot. Yeah, 90, 90 minutes, you can <laughs> definitely do a lot of love in 90, 90 minutes. But anyway, um, anyway, so we have a couple of speak pipe messages that I want to play. Uh, we have a, a, a Mr. I guess it's Mr. Anonymous. Both of these things are Mr. Anonymous. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah, if, uh, if I remember correctly. So I just want to go ahead. Oh, and, the Mr. Anonymous? Yeah, it's the same Mr. Anonymous, unless there's a three different Anonymous. <laughs> anonymous is, is, is anonymi the plural of anonymous i guess i don't know i'm just get, wow. taking a stab in the dark and hopefully that's right but maybe somebody screaming at their ipod or something uh hopefully correct us yeah I, i've never realized really how far away you and i are from one another yeah it's like that scene in batman i want to ask you how's the soup and see if you can hear me but i guess the headphones it helps well see i get the coming to america thing in where it's like you know he has to call his son down at the other end of the table oh, yeah. with the telephone <laughs> yeah you know, and he says he has to get up and walk down so he can talk to his parents face to face. And he's like, stop, Akeem. <laughs> Roseberries. You know, comes through. Say, man, it, I'm not getting up because there's no roseberries. There's no roseberries. I know. Yeah. You shouldn't. And you shouldn't. You should walk on the petals of roses. <laughs> you know? But anyway, so yeah, speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. And if you have, I forgot I forgot our email. So I'll, I'll throw that out there before we get into speakpipes. <laughs> you forgot our email I address? I did. Magic our way at gmail.com. I forgot to mention that in a promotion. This, this oh, is you new. just forgot to mention it. Yeah, you this is like a new was. format for us because you know, I've never done it at the beginning, but I figured this would be good just to get get out the way mm-hmm. and then we don't have to worry about it at the end we can just like chit chat and stuff at the end and everything yeah, so else, if you're gonna so. fast forward through through something fast forward at the beginning yeah because all the good stuff's coming up next but yeah. just in case you needed to get in touch with us that's the way to go so speak pipe um we have uh, two more messages coming up so i'll go ahead and play the first one hey guys this is the anonymous speak piper again congratulations on 50 episodes that is fantastic you guys really deserve a big pat on the back a lot of podcasts will fade long before they got to that point. Uh, so you guys really, really did have done a fantastic job. Always entertaining and really, really appreciate your viewpoints. Um, just kind of weighing in on the uh, armchair imagineering that you guys had gotten into on the last episode, something I've been thinking about for a little while uh, is I would love to see them repurpose the old Discovery Island uh, sitting in the middle of Bay Lake. Uh, go through any of the uh, old yesterday, Disneyland, Yesterland sort of things, and kind of look at some of the history of that. And I would like to see it reimagined as a quarter-day park, something that's exclusive for resort guests, something that's going to really appear to the old D23 uh, history buffs, something that's going to be more, uh, less of a general public, uh, more of a uh, super fan sort of site, something fairly small, but something that has uh, a couple of the old rides reimagined, like the old... uh, um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride Dual Track, 
uh, you know, a lot of the old um, history stuff for, uh, for for the Walt Disney family. Maybe get uh, museum to license some stuff uh, to uh, have sitting there on a uh, rotating uh, exhibit. Um, and I'd really, really like to see a brand new e-ticket ride that celebrates uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And oh, did we lose him? I got. Oh, maybe he got cut seconds. off because it's only ninety seconds. Let me oh, play the next one. That would explain why we have two. Yeah, he, that's why he had two. Let's see. So the Oswald the Lucky Rabbit ride is going to start with a vehicle similar to the Indiana Jones slash uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine ride. So you can go ahead and animate the vehicles as you're going through the ride. The ride uh, story is actually going to be the same scene three separate times, but very differently themed each time. Uh, the first time you go through, it's a black and white flat, uh, almost like going through one of the classic dark rides. Um, but there's a strobe effect to make it feel like it's an old film. And it's going to be uh, just kind of gags and sights that you would pull from the classic cartoons from Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. You get into a transition scene after that where you see Oswald sitting in a corner, a shadow over him, and you hear a voice basically telling him, almost in Walt's words, you know, I wish I could bring you with me. I hope we see each other again real soon. You go into the same scene from the first time around, but it's going to transition from black and white to color, a little bit more uh, modern animatronics, uh, very, very similar to the Pirates of the Caribbean, first generation, kind of jerky movements, and muted colors. Uh, after that, you go into a second transition where you see, uh, see Mickey Mouse, very jubilant, uh, jubilant and uh, telling uh, Oswald it's time to come home. And you go into the same scene the third time. This is very bright and very color. Uh, um, you know, the, the modern animatronics, you know, with all the uh, built-in lights and projections. And at the end, you get to a scene very similar to uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where you see all the classic characters welcoming Oswald back to the family. <laughs> wow, how do you like that? That's impressive. Man, Mr. Nano is getting into the... Uh the whole uh, armchair imagineering thing, man. That's really, you know what? And not just, you know what's really impressive about that? What's that? He knew exactly where he left off in the first message to pick it right back up in the second message. Oh, that's message. good. Yeah. That was really good because he went right, he knew, well, start off right at the beginning with Oswald. But I love, I love the idea of, of reimagining. Um, Discovery Island. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea. That's something I'd like to see too. It almost kind of reminds me of like, uh, what's that? Uh, Sea World has uh, something that's like a, um, like limits the number of people they they mm-hmm. play. It's kind of like an exclusive park per mm-hmm. day kind of a thing. Like, yeah. What's the name of that? Um, Discovery Cove. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be kind of uh, neat to not necessarily uh, um, restricted to a certain number, maybe only to uh, get, you know resort, like he said, resort guests or D twenty three members or something like that or whatever Absolutely. else. Absolutely. You know, and, and Forty Park. That's kind of neat. You know, I think that would be great because like all three resorts, like you know, Contemporary uh, Polynesian and uh, Grand Floridian, you could you you have access to that island. You can go ahead and and you know rent one of the little jet ski. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Not jet ski. What do you call them? The um. You can even take a a, a a little boat or a shuttle from downtown Disney. Yeah, the wave runners. That. Yeah, the wave runners. Yeah. Wave runners. That's what I'm thinking of. You can take a wave runner right out to the island and check out what they have in store for you. So I can see it being something exclusive for like resort guests on monorail property. Um, I like his idea about doing something like uh, exclusive to like the history. Because yeah. that seems to be what he's focusing on. Because that Oswald the Lucky Rabbit thing. That's a that's a really that's a neat ride. I like the idea of doing that. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to see something like that more in the studios because I think it would fit more in there. Whereas, like with Discovery Island, you have a whole island. Yeah. You know, so I would love to see more of an island theming. I uh, like the whole uh, the whole quarter day park thing because I mean you could uh you could still have time for everything else, but it's something that's a little uh, I guess a little extra that you could do if you're on property or something like that. You know, I, I you know I I don't know about the see I'm kind of torn because I don't know about the whole exclusivity thing. But at the same time, it's kind of nice to have that little extra perk since there really isn't anything else, like, say, for a DVC person to have mm-hmm. or whatever else. You know, there's not, like, anything extra or even an annual pass kind of a thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't put that many cool rides on it. It's not that big. Yeah. It, a, it's not that big. And B, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't live up to the demand. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, I remember, like, they've, they've talked about doing different kind of, like, they were going to do something with Lost. Um, yeah. the island from Lost are going to kind of like retheme it over there on Discovery Island. They were going to do like Mist, that video game was going to have. I gonna heard be, about, yeah, yeah, heard that was going to yeah. be tied in some kind of way. So I'd like to see them take advantage of it as, as sort of like a tropical kind of type, uh, type setting and do something like that. But yeah, I don't know that you could put too many rides on there, unfortunately. But I love his thinking on this. 
Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. And anything that ride, Oswald will be nice. Yeah, that ride that he described deserves a place in, uh, what you call it, in in the studios, and I, I would say even in maybe like Toontown over in uh, Disneyland, California. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so thank you, Mister Anonymous, for sending that in. I guess it seems like I guess I have to pay the little premium and extend our time that we have, so we can fit longer message or whatever else. But yeah, we'll take care of that. But if any of you guys want to leave a a little voicemail message like Mr. Anonymous, man. Just, you know, go to www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. And you can leave us a quick and easy message there. All right. Next up, I want to kind of give a shout out to Rick Swero on uh, at Rick uh, at R Swero on Twitter. He sends us a message on our 50th. He says, congratulations on your 50th show. Keep up the great work. I look forward to every new podcast. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate that. And so for all of you that sent us messages on our 50th, we appreciate it, man. It's a pretty cool milestone that we reached our last show, and we're definitely underway with our next 50. So hopefully we'll be uh, saying, uh, hearing the same messages from you guys saying congratulations on your 100th. You know, so we look forward to hearing you guys. And, you know, definitely, yeah, write us, write in more in the future, man. Send us emails, send us your thoughts on anything we talk about. If you sit around kind of daydreaming some of your armchair imagineering, man, by all means, um, uh, you know, send it in, you know, it's by Twitter, via Facebook, via uh, email, however, speak pipe doesn't really matter. We'll get it and we'll read it on the air, man. We want to be y- y'all's voice for anything Disney. So any opinions are honored. <laughs> so anyway, hey, before we move on to our Q segment, man, Lee, well, I'll give you a chance to talk about your business here, man, since you're here, get a, get a chance to pimp out your business a little bit. All right. Well, uh, as always, uh, you can reach me at lee at just the dream away travel.com if you want to email me for quotes questions anything you need at all uh but i did want to say while i'm here yeah uh, i think i need to come more often because when i came for the 50th show i was just finishing up booking a a, a client who was taking her grandkids to uh to magic kingdom i mean to uh well disney world will start over no that's that was right. terrible no i remember <laughs> that though i remember when you were booking that person because you did it just before you, sh- you met up with us for dinner yeah and um and then i'm back this week and i got another uh client that called me on tuesday to book oh, uh, that's they're going to be going in uh february i believe yeah and uh, staying at art of animation so apparently i just need to come back like at least once a week uh, that will keep the streak going, and I'll just uh, continue to build that client base. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And I guess if you uh, um, and we'll give you all the information in a second. But while we're talking about it, if you ha- if you guys are booking a trip and you want to use Lee and everything else, man, we'll give you the information. Uh, but we also want to invite you, I guess, on the show, or if you want to write in or speak pipe in or whatever, however you want to do it, and kind of give us an idea if you have any questions or what to book. We're about to ask a friend of mine. Uh, she asked me a question about uh, her upcoming trip. We're going to address that a little bit later in the hub. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you got any questions about your upcoming trip, like, you know, where should you stay? How should I do this? Do this, do that, do whatever. How much? What's my budget? How can I do this on this budget? Man, email it in or call it in or, you know, maybe we'll get skype you in on the show and we can uh uh especially while it, when lee comes in town we'll give you a ample notice heads up you know he usually gives us a good ch- a good idea of when he's gonna be in next and that's, that's pretty much every so often yeah or just test lee's knowledge yeah yeah so go, i mean why not shop around a little bit why why just go with some guy that a friend recommended or you heard on another podcast why not send in a question see yeah. if you can see if lee can handle it See if Lee can answer it. See what Lee can get done. Yeah. Because I tell you what, there's no reason not to not to trust this man's knowledge. Yeah. We we just had dinner beforehand and let me tell you something, this dude is a wealth, a treasure trove of yeah. knowledge about what you can do when you book. So if you have any questions whatsoever, I dare you to go out there and, and shop around a little bit. That's strong. Ask Lee anything, and I guarantee you, man can answer it. Yeah, man. Don't take our word for it, man. See for yourself. I mean, by all means, do that. Uh, so with that being said, Lee, man, tell us what you're, wh- who you're with and everything else. Uh, so uh, the agency is Just a Dream Away Travel. Um, the agency page, of course, uh, really simple, just www.justadreamawaytravel.com. And who's the owner of that? I, I uh, that's Jennifer Harris. Here. That's it, Jennifer uh, Harris. Hi, Jennifer. We've never met, but, you know. Maybe one day. But we <laughs> you were, see, you've met her on Facebook, I'm sure. Yeah, chatted on Facebook, and you know, we're friends with one of your agents, so great job. Good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Right. And you can uh, reach, uh, if you want the Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash travel, or you could also do the agency page, facebook.com slash groups slash travel. Ah, cool. Very good. Yeah, uh, is Jennifer aware of us? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, she know the <laughs> no, work it's that... it's not we, top secret. Okay, I was going to say, because, I, I, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting to have her on the show as well. Yeah, she's yeah. in Pennsylvania, so yeah, let's we'll Skype it. We, we will have to, we'll have to Skype her in, but, I mean, we want to sit here and tell her of all the wonderful uh, people that she has working for her. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to do that. I mean, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, just uh, slightly off topic, but not exactly off topic, the last time I was in town... Uh, another one of our agents, Darlene, was in town with Habitat for Humanity. Oh, in New uh, Orleans, really? Yeah, oh. in New Orleans. Uh, they come down once a year and they do uh, they build a little house or whatever the project is. That's great. And so she was in town for that, and I was actually able to meet up with her. Uh, brought her a king cake. If you remember, I was sending you that message yeah. saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. where can I get a king cake?" And um, so uh, and you one said of you got one from Haydell's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah really good. good too. They really liked it. So. Uh, so yeah, so you know we're all over the place. We got we got people everywhere. Cool. Yeah, well, if you're just a Dreamway travel agent and you happen to be in town, New Orleans, man, we'd love to meet you. You know yeah. everything else, especially if Lee's in town too. We can have both of y'all on. It'd be just like a a, a double the power of travel agency knowledge for Disney. I After, mean, how you like that? Y'all oh. are our official travel agent. I mean, Lee first, but <laughs> we, we, it's still just a Dreamway travel. So. Yeah, he's, he's part of that whole thing. So we would have to use him when we we're, we're going to promote y'all and everything else. It's good stuff, good people. You know, man, have at it. Um, so did you give him the email? Uh, I can't remember if you, uh, you gave him the email address. Oh, for sure. It, if if not, uh, Lee at justadreamawaytravel.com yep. or www.justadreamawaytravel.com for the agency. Yeah, very easy. And for some reason, if you can't remember that, I mean, it's Lee. <laughs> at L-E-E. Just a Dream, L-E-E. Yeah. You can't miss it. But if for some reason you forget, you can email the show as well and we'll send you his contact info. Or heck, just look at our show notes, man. We'll have it, I'll have it posted there every each and every show so you can uh, find the, their particular agent. And website too. So, you know, if you don't want to use Lee, that's okay, but we, we like Lee. Yeah. So he's usually okay. he's right here. You know? <laughs> and if you don't want to use Lee, uh, let us know. Come on the show. Tell us why you don't want to lose, use Lee. And I'm sure Lee would like to uh, like like to know why. I'm, I'm sure he'd like to respond. I'm sure he'd like to the the positive uh, uh, feedbacks. That way he can he can know what he could do to better his uh, plus himself. There yeah, you go. Plus better, himself in his business to better his service. Yes, that's right. Yep. And just a dreamer of travel as a whole. So I mean, awesome, awesome goodness. So enough of this chit chat, man. Let's head on to the queue. All right, here we are in the queue, man. We got a bunch of different things to talk about. Uh, first of all, I'm going to toss it over to Lee, and we're going to talk about an unexpected Disney tie-in. So, Lee, won't you tell us a little bit about what what, you're, what we're about to talk about here? Uh, yeah. So, while I was waiting for you guys to uh, finish up, and we were getting together for dinner. I was, you know, doing the normal stuff, perusing Facebook, and uh, there was a story trending about Richard Keel. I think that's how you say his name. He's an yeah. actor. He's a pretty famous actor. Everyone pretty much knows who he is. Uh, he played uh, Jaws on the James Bond movies yeah. and a lot of other stuff too. But that's what mostly what I know him for is that is that role. And so as I was reading the article, I didn't realize, but he played in a Disney movie, yeah. a Disney cartoon. So he was a voice of a character in Disney. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And he was entangled. Yeah. So uh, for you guys that did not know that, uh, he was the voice of Vlad in Tangled. Oh yeah, Vlad. He then this the guy with the the little porcelain unicorns or whatever. Mm-hmm. He yeah. kind of dings them together, which is kind of neat. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know it's funny because all I can picture is the uh, the uh, what do you call it the, um, the the metal teeth that he had mm-hmm. when he was Jaws, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff in the James Bond movie. So that's actually kind of neat. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So it's, uh, Richard Keel, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was also the uh, the fan from Happy Gilmore. The oh, fa- with the oh, nail in his head. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He had a nail stuck in his head, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and he did the vo- one of the voices on Tangles. That's pretty cool, man. Another so, uh, little Disney tie-in with him, Yeah. just in case you didn't know, uh, was that he was originally uh, going to be the Hulk in the uh, Incredible Hulk series over Lou Ferrigno. Really? Yeah, there's actually like a picture out there somewhere of him in the in the Hulk makeup. Yeah. Uh, and Hulk being now a Marvel property. So right. there's another nice little Disney tie-in is that he was almost the Hulk in the uh, in, in, in oh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting to see that. All right. Yeah, so anyway, so rest in peace, sir. Um, glad to glad to have seen you in, in haunted my nightmares as a little kid as a Jaws, <laughs> but that was kind of neat. I didn't realize that was you on the, the Tangled, and that's one of my kids' favorite movies. So we watched that a lot. So, thank you very much. 
All right. Next up on the queue, uh, Disney is investing in drones. 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 Drones, you say. Drones. Kind of like stormtroopers. Yeah. But not. Um, Interesting. They filed several patents to uh, uh, have drones uh, be a part of your Magic Kingdom experience in the future. Uh, one and so if they were under a rock and they, or they're super old, what are, what's, what's a drone? A drone is like a little computerized flying... Um, Usually has multiple rotors and stuff. Yeah, a so mechanism flip, of yeah. sorts that that uh, that. It, it, I'll give you an example of a drone. Okay, the, from reading this article from earlier, yeah. a, a drone is like what they did with the flying dragon. Yeah, uh, that was in Disney World earlier. Well, I say earlier. It's been about a year ago now. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Actually, I want to say that was one of our first news stories in the very first. Magic our way we ever did. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was about the flying dragons over Disney World. Yeah, uh, so yeah, they are reinvesting in drones, and so they filed several patents, and um, one of the patents would uh, covers uh, drones lifting large aerial marionettes into the air to uh, work appendages, uh, kind of like a like a Pinocchio kind of uh, yeah, yeah. marionette. Um, and that's pretty neat. The illustration, the company, and the patent showed uh, Jack Skellington being used. Huh. Okay. Uh, a second would have been uh, uh, for drones raising uh, flexible mesh screens. So that way you could project uh, things above the castle. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, at doing firework shows or maybe doing a castle show or whatever. Right. And then the third being where the drones would actually act as floating pixels where they would change colors, light up, flash, and whatnot. So... Uh, it looks like they're going to be incorporating little flying robots into their shows. Glow with the show drones? I, maybe. <laughs> Something like that? I like, oh, that could Glow be. Glow with the show. I like that. Glow with the show. Boy, this just kind of opens up a whole mess of things that they could do with that thing, you know, the drones. I think it's a couple of things we we're talking about dinner. was like I mentioned something about Fantasmic, how they can enhance that show with like a flying Maleficent, you know, kind of a thing mm-hmm. out in the background or, you know, even some of the other I don't know what else you could do. Like tons of different things. Oh, it could fly around the crowd, even. Yeah, like flying around the crowds. I think Lee, you had mentioned something about fireworks, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we can shoot down people in, in uh, foreign countries with them. But <laughs> imagine we just shoot off some fireworks. Yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty cool. You know, you could enhance your what's that? That PhotoPass Plus thing with uh, attach a GoPro or a pictures Ooh. camera to it. You know, you have. Uh, I think Henry Work uh, described it on the old Beta Mouse podcast. He was talking about having uh, a flying orb or something that would uh, just follow you around the entire park, and so you can it'll take pictures of you, and you have to you don't have to worry about taking pictures or posing. It just like takes that thing a, that tortured Princess Leia. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, the little orb or what like like what Luke was fighting against with his lightsaber when he was well, trying. That was gonna that's gonna be a very expensive fast pass, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very very expensive type fast pass kind of deal. So a photo um, pass, a memory maker. Something, yeah. One of one of those things, like you know, just craziness. Because, like, when I, when I hear this, like, I imagine like thousands of those little flying helicopters that you see at the sharper image when you go out there. Like, they always illustrating that they they're demonstrating that out front. Right. Those little things. I'm I'm picturing thousands of those that light up and lift things and whatnot. But uh, yeah. He, this could be the future of uh, theme park technology. Yeah, I mean, so the, I mean, the whole marionette thing—that's just going to be a, a whole new level of entertainment. You know, just because you can with the drones, you can get larger than life marionettes, man. You yeah. know, I mean, those things are like—I've never controlled one of those things before. I've seen them, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how precise you can get with that. But hey, if anyone can do it, Disney can. Yeah, yeah, they definitely got the the, the technology and you know put it to good use. Uh, it's it's like Universal got the Kuka robotic arm thing going, and so they're gonna get the whole drone thing. Oh, I mentioned something about you know the whole living character initiative, where you're gonna have characters or something that's you know almost detached from like the floor or like a power source or something like that. It can kind of move. I don't know how they do it, but I figure they could. If anybody could figure it out, they could probably figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Enhance your 3D experience on an attraction or something with drones just circling about. You know, I guess they'd have to keep it from falling and hitting a guest or something, <laughs> you know. Real ghosts outside of the haunted mansion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have the ghost hose floating around or whatever else. It could uh, had a, oh, man, you know, I just started thinking of Universal using it for their, um, you know, their Halloween Horror Nights kind of thing. <laughs> just really making things fly and stuff like that. But, you Hopefully know. Hopefully for once, Disney will get a patent on the technology that Universal can't use. Yeah, that'd be nice. And you know, you know, it'd be cool. It's like, like for the Christmas show if they had like you know if they actually had snow going coming in for that. 
Uh-huh. Just kind of flurrying all over the park kind of stuff. And I don't know. And it's just an idea, just a thought. Snow drones. Snow drones, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could turn it like AT-ATs now. <laughs> the flying, <laughs> flying, flying at at all right, next thing up on the queue, uh, I want to give credit a shout-out to Chris Sullivan on Facebook. He sent this out to us um, to discuss, and this is something entitled Experience the Ultimate Day VIP Tour at Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, something that came out around the 15th of August, and I've been waiting to kind of talk about this when we had everybody on here. I'll go ahead and just read the article. This is straight from the Disney Parks blog, so that's everything's cool. It says, what could possibly be better than enjoying all there is to enjoy at the acclaimed Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, enjoying it via the Ultimate Day VIP Tour. Uh, begin the day-long festivities at the VIP Lounge hidden within the Festival Center at the Wonders Retreat. Okay, uh, this at the Wonders of Life. Yeah, I guess it's the Wonders of Life. That's what they call it for food and wines. The Wonders Retreat, right? <laughs> um, this special tour includes champagne, a beverage tasting, six-course tapas-style lunch, mm-hmm. wine, private backstage tours, time on some of the most popular Epcot attractions, food and beverage pairings with Disney chefs, VIP seating at the Earl, oh, the Eat to the Beat concert series. Sorry. Uh, so that's VIP seating at the E to the B concert series, uh, reserve seating for illuminations, reflection of earth, fireworks spectacular, and more. Woo! So says the article. <laughs> <laughs> um, sip, taste, and enjoy as you would travel world showcase at Epcot. You won't want to miss an extraordinary celebration of all things culinary. The grape and brew as, as your Disney vi- VIP guides accompany you throughout, highlighting special moments that everyone gets to experience. Occurring rain or shine Thursday and Sundays on select dates, September through November, this private tour lasts six and a half hours and costs $399 per person, 21 and up only. Uh, and of course, it gives you all the information. You contact WDW Tour, you know, 407, and you can get all that kind of information. But so Chris uh, poses the question to us. So Chris poses the question to us Did you guys see this new VIP tour? And if so, would you pay the $399 for it? What do y'all think? Leah, have you heard this? Mm, that's a t- that's It's a six and a half hour tour. That's a, that's a pretty good amount of time, you know, for, for a tour. I mean, it's not like you're just going to. You go hang out for an hour and ride a couple rides or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. So you get some champagne. $400 is a lot of money, period. It is. Let's just face it. Let's yeah. just call it what it is. $400 is a lot of money. What can you do with $400 at Disney? Well, yeah. and you what can't can you do, do it alone. It's, it's 800 You need at least a date. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't take the you can't leave, Or you can't leave your wife uh, behind at the, yeah, you at can't the resort the while you do yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So let's call it what it is. $800. It's $800 ticket minimum. Well, I mean, if food and wine's a big deal. Of course. It is, you know. but I mean, part of food and wine is intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot of chance of intimacy. I don't know. I mean, they're not really speaking much to what you get from this, but it sounds like you're part of a tour. All right, so I just kind of crunched the numbers here. So $390, $399 divided by six and a half hours, that's like $61.38 per whatever. Per hour? Yeah. Well, I guess roughly per hour-ish. I mean, you had that half hour. It says a six and a half hour tour. So when you look at it like that, I mean, I don't know. Does that change your mind any? Well, uh, how much uh, food are you going to eat too? You know, and, and drink and you know all that stuff as well. Well, six hours is enough for two meals, as far as I'm right. concerned. Yeah, one when you arrive and one when you leave. And this one is like with uh, champagne, a beverage tasting, a six course tapas style lunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably from food and wine stuff. I mean, I don't know. Um, let's see. It says uh, you get some uh, time on the most popular Epcot attraction. So what is that? Maelstrom, Test Track. Uh, uh, what's Soren. What's, Soren, thank you. Ellen's Energy Adventure. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like that ride. Does that, does that count as popular? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's needing extra time or anything else. Because I mean, those are the only three as far as tiered goes. Remember, Epcot has that tiered thing going. I'd love to know what that lounge looks like. That's what I want to know. If I. If, if I if it's the same lounge that I was in because I did this uh, 
uh, uh, MENC, which is the Music Educators National Conference, and IAG, which is the International Association of Jazz Educators. Uh, I mean, like years ago, I did this thing where they had their first annual jazz teacher training seminar. And if it's the lounge that I'm thinking of that was on like the second floor of Wonders of Life that overlooks like all the exhibits down at the bottom floor, that's a really nice lounge. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> that's a really nice lounge. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. As long as like, you know, you and the, and the wife or the, the girlfriend or the girlfriend that you're with, with the wife, I, I don't know whatever the arrangement is the partner yeah <laughs> your partner as long as y'all have like a little bit of time where y'all can kind of because I, I don't the one thing i hate about tours is that you're forced to socialize with people that you otherwise don't know right and some people love that aspect of it i i don't i, I like like especially if it's, it comes to wine and drinking and stuff like that i like to kind of enjoy that with my partner so uh, long story short, yeah, I would do it. I think so. I now, think would I, you pay more for a private tour? Like if it was just like say you and your wife, and oh it was God, just like yeah. a, and for six and a half hours, same kind of setup, but it oh was yeah. just you guys. Oh yeah, absolutely, huh. absolutely. Anna, what do you think, Lee? Would you do that? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to always, you know, if you have the money for it. I mean, if you right. have the money for it, it's worth it. Right. Uh, you know, if you have the money for Victorian Alberts, it's worth it. If you have money for whatever it's worth it right so you know let's assume that whoever's interested in this has the money to do it yes that sounds very interesting yeah uh, have, have that, you ever done a tour before uh no not really because like you said i mean we're always there with the kids yeah. and you know you're, yeah. it's not you're never going to have the tour with just you so right you know it's the difference between me going on a tour and five people going on a tour so. right right you can yeah. you ever I've, I've never done a tour okay to i've be done honest. tours before i've done them and it's i want to i mean take, get me around i'd love to do a tour i just yeah. never I don't know, just never think to do it. It, it. It's very enlightening. It's very cool. It's really something you ought to do. But at the same time, it is something to where you're you're stacked on a bus. Yeah. And that and and you're with a group of people and you're stuck with that group of people all day. Yeah. Um. And that can take away from the joy of drinking and eating if it's supposed to be just the two of y'all. Right. Um. Because now you're forced into a socializing kind of situation. So. Uh, that would be my one thing. I mean, it depends on the individual, obviously, but because some people, that's what they go out drinking for is to meet new people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know for me and my wife, it would just be sanctuary from like, oh, finally, time alone. What have you right. been up to? Right. <laughs> you know, no child around. What? Let's talk. And I can see it from the perspective like the re old retired couple. Yeah, that you know, the, the, you know, the kids have flown the coop, and they they they've moved to Florida, retired. They don't really have too many friends that are around. It's, right. It could be like a little outfit for them. That could be fun for them. You know, hopefully and, they had the money to do it. And I've never been on a Disney tour that's been done on the cheap. I mean, it's always done probably well. done really well. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, right. it's 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 always worth the money. So yeah. I have no doubt that that would be as well. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's break it down. Would would you guys, as of right now, um, would you do it? And what would be the stipulations that you do it? I would do it uh, again. If the stipulation being that I, quote unquote, had the money to do it, right? Uh, <laughs> but I would definitely want to try it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know as well as I do. We talk. <laughs> we food is the thing right now. I mean, oh yeah. That's yeah. half the fun of going to Disney is the food. Absolutely. Food and wine is a great event. So to be able to take food and wine to you know quote unquote the next level right and uh you know you're talking about intimacy but really i mean it's more intimate to me than being in with thousands of people right you know uh just walking the booths and this you know walking around epcot right so, right to me it's actually a little more intimate huh yeah that's true but i mean again if, if you've never been on these tours before when you sit down at the table you sit down it's not like you sit down at the table for two you right. sit down at a table for like Six 20 or, yeah, for all, yeah yeah and that's that's what i meant by intimacy but no you're right um and i mean that's just me and my wife so yes we would do it absolutely but we need somebody to watch the kid right. and somebody to watch a kid after the event's over right. as well so that way we can go back to the hotel feeling a little tipsy and have fun yeah for me it's the same thing you know if i can figure out a way to, you know if i had the money i would totally do it if I, somebody that could watch the kids for us because i was still pretty young i would definitely do that you know and and just have enjoy some time with my um oh because you have to be 21 and over so it would have to right. be my partner oh, yeah, see there you can't bring the kids anyway exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't bring the kids and maybe and, and what's the fun of having a great evening like this if you have to go home to the kids <laughs> exactly <laughs> right you know, I wouldn't mind doing it with a group of friends. I want to do it too. That I think that'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun if I, a, a whole group of friends just kind of dominated the numbers on the tour. No, you know, if that would be possible. I could see that, but uh, you know, you you could have pizza with a group of friends. You could have wings with a group of friends. I yeah. Mean, you know, if you're spending that kind of money on food and alcohol, you're trying to impress the wife or girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. 
or no. boyfriend, whatever. I need, whatever, I need, I need to learn more about your this. Boat. I don't know. All right, and the last thing I want to talk about in the queue today, of course, is something that's been, uh, I guess, a, the biggest thing that's been mentioned in the past few weeks or so is the whole entertainment thing happening at Epcot Center or Epcot or World Showcase, to be more specific. Um, if you haven't heard this news, it's everywhere, guys. Every podcaster is talking about it. It's on the Disney Parks blog. It's you know we're going about to talk about it, so we'll give you some information. But if you haven't been, if you haven't been keeping up with Disney news. If you haven't had a chance to do it, let me tell you what's happening. Um, some very famous acts that have been around World Showcase are about to go bye-bye. They're going to go bye-bye just like Four for a Dollar did at uh, studios, just like the voiceovers did at the studios, just like the little, um, oh, what was it, Fritja Core did at Epcot Center in Future World. You know, So uh, the groups that are leaving are going to be Mo Rockin', uh, Off Kilter, and the Fife and Drum a uh, little group uh, in American Adventure, okay? So those three groups are leaving, are going by after, I think as, if I remember correctly, at the end of September is what they'd said. Uh, things are that going to replace it. Um, they're going to have a, a Berber music and dance troupe in Morocco, a traditional Berber music and dance troupe in Morocco, uh, a core of dynamic flag-waving, flag-waving performers in Italy, a thrilling lumberjack-inspired show in Canada, and a Celtic folk music ensemble at United Kingdom and at more. And let me say Celtic. Celtic spelled C-E-L-T-I-C. I've been listening to a lot of Disney podcasters and say Celt- uh, a Celtic or Celtics. You know, just like the Boston Celtics. <laughs> right. It's actually Celtic. Celtic, yes. Celtic with a Celtic. So uh, let me just put that rant out there just so you guys know. It should be literally the Boston Celtics. But no, we call them the Celtics. Whatever else. But all right. So I'm done with that. All right. Um, so what do you guys think? I know I have my opinions on certain things, but what do you guys think of this? Uh, Lee, you've heard about this, huh? Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of talk about it, especially, as you said, uh, on other podcasts and things yeah. like that. Um, have you, and like, uh, well, let me put it this way. Have you all seen these acts in F- World Showcase before? See, that's my thing. Like, uh, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time, personally, my touring style with my kids. We don't do a lot yeah. of shows. Yeah. We do a lot of attractions. So. I haven't seen any of them personally. Right. Uh, but it seems like uh, Off Kilter is the one that the m- people are most upset about. That's, right. That's right. the one that seems to be getting the most uh, feedback is uh, people don't want to see it go. But uh, I think I was more upset when I first heard about it going away because I thought it was nothing going to be replacing it. It sounded just like they were just cutting back just and cutting getting rid. It, yeah. uh, but right. they are replacing it with other acts. And, yeah. you know, it's like anything else. You can only... You want everyone has their favorites, right. the stuff they want to go back and see all the time, but it ha- it does have to change, uh, right? You know, right. I mean, it has to stay fresh. So, I think that's a good thing. The fact that they're replacing it with something else, uh, and then someone you know, it's ten years from now is going to be so mad, mad that they're taking away the Berber, right? Uh, whatever performers, you know, because that was their favorite. So yeah, I'll admit I got to read up on what a Berber traditional Moroccan group is. <laughs> I mean, I teach world music. I don't even know what that is, but. We were we were taught multiculturalism by a berber. Yeah, it's a berber. Is it? Yeah, it's a French kind of thing. Berber. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's been a long time. Mr. Celtic, you should have known that. Oh man, I learned something today. (laughs) It's been a long time since I've taken multiculturalism, but yeah, that's that's who taught us. Oh, Uh, that was a class multiculturalism. Yes, it was actually a required class in college. No kidding. Take uh, multiculturalism. I learned something today. You did. I do. I'm I'm going to teach my kids that come spring. I only teach a class in spring, so. I'm going to be even more educated. Um, um, you and well, Val have different cultural backgrounds. I mean, y'all are living a multicultural lifestyle. I know we are. Yeah. You just don't know it. You, there's just no textbook for it. We're all about or it, Or maybe man. there is. I don't know. Well, who knows? If you have a textbook about multiculturalism, <laughs> email us. If you have a textbook at, about Kevin's love life. <laughs> that's right. Email us at magicourway at gmail.com and how to be a, a better dude kind of a thing in the romant, <laughs> romantic list department. <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, magicrway@gmail.com. So, Danny, uh, what, <laughs> so what? What do you think, man? How did you feel when you heard about all these groups? You know, I thought I was going to be the jerk here, but Lee uh, kind of beat me to the punch there. I'm kind of with him. Uh, I think things need to change yeah. a little bit. I mean, that's the idea of going to Disney World is that you shouldn't be going in there expecting the same experience. Things should should always be changing. Correct. Things should be different. How else are they going to shock you? unless they they come up with something different and then again at the same time how are you going to miss something if it doesn't go away right you know they can always bring these acts back 
Usually don't. They they can. They 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 don't. But okay, yeah. they could. And and that's the thing. And they could always have these groups come back and do the right. same thing again. And um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I think changing things out, giving a little bit of the unexpected when you go there, you shouldn't have to be able to. You shouldn't be able to set your watch by what your entertainment dollar is going to be. Uh, well, not dollar, but I mean, you know time i guess you would say yeah. because it's not like they charge for these acts but it's part of the price of admission that you pay i mean you know knowing what everything is what every experience is going to be when you go into the park that's boring after right, a right. while you should discover new things and i'm glad that they're doing that um having said that the lumberjack act I, god i hope that's good it doesn't sound good the berber flag waving thing doesn't sound good to me say that it, again berber 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 okay so listeners you got that everybody's practicing with their ipods berber yeah, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm saying it right actually to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um if you know how to say it, leave it on our speak pipe. Okay? Yeah. Of course. So that way we know um everything else. But yeah, I mean guess that, that should be cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, but uh, like I said, a flag waving flag waving doesn't really do much for me. You're more of a band guy. Maybe flag waving is awesome. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know what the whole flag waving thing. I mean, I, I mean Bands I, and flag waving seem to go hand in hand. Marching bands, I guess in this country. I I don't know what kind of flag waving for italians that they do I, I, I mean i really don't know well it's not like they're getting rid of the sisters no i like the sisters the sisters are good yeah. i mean they turned you into like superman and they the, did. Uh, the statue of david they took <laughs> they took one look at me and said there's our hero yeah they're, they're <laughs> big fan that one was big fan of you what is it the rosa the uh, rosetti rosetti sisters is that what it is yeah, something like that they're, like they're, they're, they're the sisters in red you can't miss them yeah you know, very loud, obnoxious. One of them plays not obnoxious, obnoxious in a good way. You know, very Italian. Uh, but you know, one plays a, a, a accordion, and they do all this whole kind of stuff. It's actually kind of neat. They do it right there in the front of Italy. Have you seen them, Lee? No. The sisters. Oh, the sisters are great. If oh. you guys ever go down there, y'all got to check it out. Yeah, I mean, stop with the kids every once in a while. When you see these little acts going out in the street, stop with the kids. It, it's yeah. worth it. It really is. Yeah. So my take on the whole thing, uh, as from a fan point of view, I know I'm going to miss. Uh, I can't say I was really in, a, in an uproar. You and didn't even know who Off Kilter was. No, I know who Off Kilter is. It I, took you a while, though. We, when we yeah. did the rankings and Off Kilter finished number one, you were like, really? Yeah, because I was never really into them. And I know right. people that are really into them. I understand why there's a bagpipe in Canadian music, uh, just from the class that I teach. But I was never really in, into it big time. You know, I know a lot of people that really, really love that group and stuff. And I respect that. Well, um, they can follow them on tour, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm sure they're going to find another job anywhere. Uh, but anyway, so I was going to say the, the group I'm going to miss the most is the Fife and Drum Corps from American Pavilion. Yeah. You know, I think that's just like traditionally an American thing. You what know? are they replacing them with? They, they hadn't said. That's the thing. I don't uh, think they're yeah. replacing with anything, you know. But if you want to, if you have to pick a, a culturally identifiable American style, other than that, I mean, you'd have to go with like jazz. And you know what's working against them is that most people think that bi- that that Disney is a a cost cutting kind of uh, yeah. organization. So they just automatically assume when they hear that that something's going away and something's coming back in, it was to save money. Right. And that might well be the thing here. Yeah. And that may be why we're losing such such great acts because they are great acts. Yeah. I mean, no question about it. Yeah. And I just. My only hope is that I do understand the need to replace, and I do understand the need to bring something new in. Right. My only hope is, is that what they bring in is, is is of the quality, or at least close thereof, of the quality that they're letting go. Yeah. I mean, so the Fife and Drum Corps, that represents the the theme that the facade of the American venture is portraying, colonial America. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when I think about colonial America, I think about that, you know, me being a drummer, that the rudimental style drumming, you know, the big rope drums with the bass drum, you know, and the outfits and the stuff and the little fifes and the little Yankee doodle things, you know, kind of stuff. I mean, that just completely fits that atmosphere. I mean, and other than that, a, a completely American style, what would you replace it with, you know? Uh, repl- jazz is uh, completely American style, but, I mean, does it fit the theme that's going no. on there? Maybe if you put them on the stage, but it's not like they can come marching out of the pavilion and play, just like the, the colonial fife and drummers. Um, I guess you could say country music, but, no. I mean, no, that definitely doesn't fit in that, in that facade. So, I mean, it's like, 
what do you do with that? You know, I mean, I can't think of anything else because, like, back in the day, cultural colonial America. I mean, every a regimental army had a fife and drum. You know, that's how they called the the soldiers to arms and everything else. You know, when right. they when they had to signal reveille and everything else, it was done with a fife and drum, not necessarily a trumpet, like you know people think they do or they had done back back in World War Two or whatever else. Um, but I mean, back that's how they did it because drums carried a long while, and so did fifes. Um, so that's the only group that I'm kind of. Uh, um, upset about leaving because it's like what do you replace it with i mean i I can't think of anything off the bat um that signifies that particular time period in america um well like other than like a fife and drum corps so the only other play and it was cool because i could go down to disney world and see the five corps but now if i wanted to see that kind of thing i got to go to washington dc see the uh the, the army regiment there or uh go to like um um, Williamsburg, Colonial Williamsburg, where they had the fife and drummers, head up north kind of thing. There's, I mean, that's pretty much where you see the bulk of them. There's not really anything down south or out west because that particular tradition was pretty much up northeast, east coast, you know, northern, where all those particular regiments took place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as they forgot further out west, you know, started hearing the trumpet and everything else as part of the calls for reveille and everything out and, and that. Um, but that tradition is strictly American. But anyway, so that, that, the little history of lesson aside, um, as if being a, a fellow musician, I hate to see these guys lose their jobs, but we know these jobs aren't going to last forever, yeah. you know, and, and point in case to Broadway shows, um, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it's still going on, but eventually that's going to die off. Wicked still touring around. Eventually that's going to die off. Cats have finally ended their run on Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. You can only see it if it's like a local thing. So all these things, all these good sh- uh, acts, shows, uh, m- all good things must come to an end and they usually do. Okay. Well, such is the nature of entertainment. Such is the nature of entertainment. So, in that respect, you know, I hate to lo- see those guys lose their jobs, uh, but at the same time, it's like we know this is not going to last forever. Well, right. I mean, like, you know, if you're if you're Jerry Seinfeld, you can't tour in the same act. No, I mean, you have no. to you have to have a new act for no. You know, a year, every two years, whatever it is that he does it on, right. he tours it on. Right. Uh, and and I think Disney's the same way, except that you know you get quite a run over there. Yeah. I mean. So, um, yeah, I mean, Morocco was such a unique group. Of Kelter, of course, was such a unique group. I mean, because you know how many people associated bagpipes with, with Canada until you saw that group, you know? Where does Moroccan uh, perform now, now that they have the restaurant over there? I don't know. That's the thing. I forgot. I don't, I'm not exactly sure where they moved them because I haven't been able to, I'm not going to be able to see them before they leave. Mm-hmm. But I'm not exactly, I'll have to look it up and see exactly where they're performing now since they put the uh, Spice Road table there. Okay. Um, but I'm sure it's somewhere in the pavilion or whatever else. Um, but you know, I'm glad to see that they're at least giving other people a job. Yeah. You know, and replacing some of the acts. You know, that my only, like I said, my only concern is what are they going to do with the American Pavilion? You know, how are they going to replace that performing act that's no longer there anymore? I mean, you know, no, I mean, you can still get a fife and drum court. Just might be a different kind of thing. It could be. Yeah. I mean, granted, look, they still have the Voices of Liberty, and that's like the biggest entertainment draw at that pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the little pre-show that's before the American Adventure, that acapella group, just you know, top-notch, straight-tone singers, man, just awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, that little fife and drum was a nice little variation, you know, to, you know kind of distract me from the, the funnel cake smell <laughs> and stuff, which is something I could really go for right now. <laughs> yeah. A funnel cake. We were talking about beignets earlier with, uh, with Lee. He said he got some beignets earlier today. Was it today? Yeah, it was this morning. Yeah, I want beignets now. This morning for breakfast. Great. Yeah, we're we're going to start coming up with a routine here because last time we recorded, we had, uh, donuts. Yeah. So, uh, might have to start doing some, uh, some beignets for the Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you can get beignets at the Port Orleans. Resort, I mean, you can get beignets. Well, I mean, shoot, Morning yeah. Call, uh, Cafe Du Monde is right up the street. I mean, oh, yeah. it's right Cafe Du Monde and Morning Call, and that new beignet joint, yeah. Veterans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they're not 24 hours. The oh, other ones not? are 24 hours. I don't believe that they are, but I may be wrong. Hey, if we get a handful of people together, man, fans and stuff, you happen to be in town, we'll do a beignet meet. Shoot. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. We'll do a beignet meet up, man. We'll definitely cook that up. We'll go downtown. We'll go to the one and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. I don't know. No, we it's won't. a lot easier to park out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe morning calls a little bit easier to park and deal with. Unless you want to walk around with somebody following you, asking where you bought those shoes. Yeah, 
So anyway, but, you know, last thing is like I'm glad they're replacing it with X. And, you know, I'm sorry to see those other guys go. I'm sure they're going to continue their playing career somehow. But you know, you got to admit, for, it was been a long time since those guys have been around. Yeah. That's a pretty decent gig. You know, so I, it was a nice run. Yeah, I, I could be only so lucky to have to have a gig like that. A friend of mine did Phantom. He was a, the percussionist for Phantom of the Opera tour, the tour one for like I think it was 19 years before they folded. Wow. I mean, I was one of his subs toward the end there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was, the, you know, he did the same show for a long, long time and eventually it had to end, you know, uh, which is unfortunate, but you know, you, that's, that's a good gig, man. You, you yeah. did pretty good, you know, with that. So, um, sorry to see you guys go, but you know, I look forward to seeing what the new entertainment offers. All right. On that note, guys, let's head on to the hub. All right, for this particular hub, we're going to just do a little something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and that's talk about planning for your Disney vacation. Uh, And by Disney, I mean the world. So we're talking about planning for Disney World. We'll address planning for Disneyland and everything else and and any other kind of vacation on other days. But uh, luckily, as luck would have it, we have Lee back from Just a Dream Away Travel and, uh, you know, our official, our our unofficial, official, uh, unofficially, we're unofficially official. They're officially our unofficial <laughs> uh, podcast travel agent. <laughs> that makes a, any sense. Do you want some coffee here? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just I'm uh, I'm getting tripped over over the officialies. But anyway, so we're gonna get into some trip planning, which is perfect. Um, we're, a friend of our friend of my wife's and and I's, um, mine and my wife's, uh, <laughs> sissy. <laughs> um, she's going down around Thanksgiving for their family on a trip and she's been asking some advice and stuff about where to eat and uh, fast passes and everything else um, I just want to kind of talk about uh, uh, just, just to kind of give you some background she's going around Thanksgiving she's going with her family she has a little one and she has their husband and I think her mom's going and maybe some, some other people but it's like a little group and stuff and mm-hmm. this is the first time she's gone since high school mm. that's, that's the last time she said she's, she, was go- she has gone to Disney World um so anyway how old is she now she well she's younger than me well so you guessed me maybe 10 years since the last visit yeah at least 10 years since the last visit yeah we'll say that um so anyway because 10 years and i mean 10 and 20 that could make a big difference yeah it could you're right you're right um so let's see um so she got her adrs we kind of talked about you know i kind of told her that my favorite ones and so the adrs that she was able to land was uh tusker house um ohana Beer Garden, uh, 50s Primetime Cafe, and the Kona Cafe, which I'm assuming is for breakfast and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about that? How, how do you think she did? I like everything there. Uh, I, Especially, it sounds like there's going to be a bit of a larger group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Beer Garden is going to be real good for that. Ohana is going to be real good for that. Yeah. Uh, so those two I like for the bigger group, especially. Um, beer Garden's fun. I enjoy yeah. Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. And the I beer love- and the band. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, I love fifties. You can never go wrong with fifties. Fifties is oh, a yeah. lot of fun. The peanut but PB and J shake, man, mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, Kona, I mean, if you especially if you're doing Kona for breakfast, yeah. I mean, you got the Tonga toast, you got the macadamia pineapple, uh, pancakes, pineapple pancakes, yeah, so, yeah. That's a lot of good stuff there. You got the Kona coffee, and if 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 I if I may suggest, uh, I would spend a little money extra on the 100 percent Kona carafe. So you get pure Kona coffee. If not, you get you order the regular coffee. You get Kona coffee, but it's like usually blended with something else. No. So you want the hundred percent Kona. It's, I think it's on the menu. You just gotta. I think maybe you gotta turn the menu over or something. Unless they redid it. Kona coffee is a delicacy. Oh, it's delicious. It, it's one of those things that when I go to Disney World, I have to have. Yeah. Um, so I love the Kona coffee. A yes. cafe for breakfast. You know. Just, I do. I do too. I like Ohana for breakfast as well, and I think you can get the Kona coffee there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, like I've never had trouble getting into Kona right. Cafe, so I, I don't know. I guess it depends upon what kind of year you're going, what time of the year you're going. Are you going around Thanksgiving? Yeah. It shouldn't be that busy. Um, I guess in what time of day you're going too. Yeah, I guess close, closer to the lunch and stuff, you could probably get in a little bit easier than like the high time but breakfast you know, I, time. I'd say the same with Tusker House. I don't know that Tusker House is really that hard of a reservation to get. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of ones that I, I, I love 1900 Park Fair. Yeah. To yeah. me, a vacation is not complete without doing that. And, um, see, I've never been to that one. 1900 oh, yeah, Park Fair. Yeah, I've never been to 1900 as Park far, Fair. That's the best character breakfast for my taste on really? the property. Absolutely. Yeah, we went there for on our first trip, and it was my daughter's birthday. Ah. And, uh, the, 
the character interaction was good, but I thought the food was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, where that, where is nineteen hundred Park Fair? Nineteen hundred Park Fair is in the Grand Floridian. Okay, okay, and it has, it features the best food as far as a uh, character breakfast goes on on property. I think so. Eggs really? Benedict and that kind of thing. I mean, a, oh, lot, wow. a little bit more of a fancier option. Plus, the characters like you know the, what they have there is like it just so happens that my wife and my daughters. Favorite characters in that's Alice. Okay, and the gotcha. Mad Hatter, and you get Mary Poppins. Oh, nice. Uh huh. Oh, my Tigger, kids would love that. Winnie yeah. the Pooh, that kind of thing. So I mean, you're not going to get the traditional right. character, the Mickey, the Minnie. So that part of it's a little bit different. So you know, it, it, it's a little bit easier to land the reservation, but not so easy. You can do it like a month out. I mean, it has to be something that you kind of do in advance. Right, right. But it is the best tasting, and because you have a lot of a lot more face characters, you get yeah. a lot more interaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no we kidding. Did it for, we did it for dinner, and mm-hmm. we got to meet uh, Cinderella uh, and the stepsisters and the little mice. Oh, so it's oh, a character uh, meal all day. Uh, when Is we it? did it, it was dinner. We did dinner. Oh, wow. Oh, they so, did dinner. Okay, yeah. yeah. No I did breakfast. Okay, y'all did yeah. dinner. Okay, yeah. that makes sense because I, when he was just saying, I was like, wait, that sounds like Cinderella's royal table. Yeah, it does. But uh, no, yeah. it was... It was <laughs> oh, we, Wow. Yeah, we wouldn't be bragging about the food if it was no, as well as terrible. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen hundred Park Fair to me is something that it's a must do every time we go. Yeah, Narcoozies is a must do every time we go. That's another great get uh-huh. if, if you're able to get that. Right, right, especially right. when the electrical water pageant comes right out in front. Oh, that's true. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, no complaints. I mean, they did good. They yeah, did. they did really good. I uh, do no, have a reservation. It's always great. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Is it a breakfast Ohana or a dinner Ohana? I think it's dinner Ohana. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Because uh, I told her about the bread, the welcome bread. <laughs> I love that coconut uh, mm-hmm. uh, that coconut bread or whatever. Yeah. Coconut pineapple bread that is. Oh, man, freaking delicious. And that guy that plays the, the, yeah, the ukulele, ukulele yeah. and does this. Yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, if he's there, he's gonna. her son's going to be if awesome. If he's there, that's one of those entertainment acts that, thank Christ, they haven't cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely good. He's been good every year. What would you add to that if you could or if well, you had time to do it? Well, no. I, that's perfect. One no, 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 no. I'm talking about talk about what other reservations would you add to? Oh, what well, reservations? If she was able to do it. Oh, God. oh, I've already given two, but yeah. I'll let Lee go. Uh, well, here's my first question. Do you know uh, the kids, boys, girls? It's a boy. A boy. Okay. So princesses, then eh, maybe not. Maybe not, not that so big much. Of a deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought Tusker House was really good. Uh, definitely. I love I the food at Tusker House. Yeah. Have y'all eaten there? Yeah. And I always try to get Ohana. Yeah. Uh, I've been liking Whispering Cafe, uh, Whispering Canyon. I think that's is that the a, one with the ketchup. Yeah, that's oh, a fun yeah. place. Yeah, the food is okay. It's not the greatest. It's not the worst. Right, uh, but it's it's just fun. It's Could just be a like good the, boy place. But it's like the fifties primetime cafe where the yeah. wait- waitresses kind of yell at you a little bit. Yeah, give you a little yeah. give you a little help. Good entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one thing I will tell you that I haven't tried yet, but it's going to be on my next trip is a hoopty do musical review. Oh, I did that, and that's a hoot. Yeah, I I've heard a lot that. of good things lately. Just every time I ask about anyone, they always mention oh, Hoopty Doo. So I think that's that's a good uh, option. As yeah, well. last time, first time, the the first time I ever went was during Mardi Gras, and so the whole Hoopty Doo was filled with nothing but Louisiana folk. You know, maybe there's like a couple of Florida people, a couple of Texan people, and stuff. But they do this whole part in the show where they, you know, they go and find out where the audience is from, and they sing a song, a short little jingle song about it. And so I guess they have to do it a certain amount of times or whatever because they had to keep on going around. And mm-hmm. basically, Louisiana was sung the entire time, you know, <laughs> kind of stuff because there was just so many people from Louisiana. And it Always. almost got to be a joke as well. Guess where they're from? Louisiana. And they sing the song again, da, 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 and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but it was fun. The wait, the waiter guy that we had was freaking awesome. He was, <laughs> he was <laughs> such a, a smart aleck. It was just unbelievable. It was great, you know. Um, but it, the, I, I mean, I like the food. I didn't. The food didn't bother me so much. Yeah, I've, you know? heard, I've heard good stuff about it. Yeah, it's good picnic um, type stuff. Ribs, you know. The only thing that I would uh, add to this or consider, and maybe she couldn't get it, is they're going during Thanksgiving. They didn't try to get Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah. Uh, something for that Thanksgiving. You know, I wonder feel. if she did because I told her that we did, ended up doing Tusker House for our Thanksgiving meal. Okay, well maybe that's where they're going. Uh, do. Maybe that's what they're doing. But we did try to get other places that were known for like the Thanksgiving meal. But you know, I, I admit that yeah, Tusker House for Thanksgiving wasn't bad. I thought it was really neat. The turkey that they had was actually really really good. You know, and of course how they have all the other strange, you know, different African stuff that they were serving, which I love. You know, mm. you have couscous with your turkey mm. meal, so it was very very unique. Um, but yeah, they had your standard fare with the yams and the, and the stuffing and the turkey and stuff, which they cook in their particular way. It was it was all really good. You know, how I, how long are they going for? I want to say a week. 
A week. Yeah, they're going for well, a week. I mean, just right. laying out the ADRs, there's, that's five days worth of dining. So yeah. I don't know if they're going, you know, uh, that's all the that's all they got. So I would assume five days. Yeah, I can't remember if they're doing dining plan or not. Maybe they are. Not, uh, I'm not Maybe too sure. Not. Okay. I can't remember that. So That, that would, sounds like about the time where they the dining plan would be included. Yeah. What, um, free dining? I would think. but I might Probably be not wrong. for Thanksgiving, huh? They're not going to do that for Maybe. Thanksgiving. Would they? It, it, it's in that time frame. Fall is about when you can do it. Well, it's definitely fall time. I'd have to consult the calendar, but of course, signing up for it now is over. So it's, yeah, yeah. So if you didn't book it by whenever right. last time Lee was here, saying that you got to book it, yeah, you know, I, when he posted, too bad, it. so sad. You know, yeah. now you say that, I want to say, yeah, it would have been ended probably around the end of October. So you probably right or just on that before one. Thanksgiving. You yeah, know? Uh, but here's what I would say. Here, here's my one thing that okay, you got a boy, you're going there. Here's the one restaurant they they left out that you got to do. What's that? Coral Reef. Yeah. Yeah, if you're doing the dining plan, one coupon, huge aquarium. The, yeah. the children are infatuated with that I huge can see aquarium. That. And it's a nice restaurant. It's good food and great drinks. And generally, nine times out of ten, you, 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 you plan it just right. You're in Epcot after Epcot closes. Yeah, that's always a nice thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think the food's okay. I like so I would, you choose, would you choose that over Beer Garden? Yes. See, I wouldn't. You see, I would. I yeah. I'd go for beer garden. I I love beer garden. It, it, it's it's a me. tough choice, but I I would. I, but I mean, you know, I to, for to go to beer garden's thing. It's like you know, it is German food. So if you're not mm-hmm. into that or big fan of that, you may not like beer garden. Well, but you know, it's I a, like all that stuff, and I like the beer and everything else, right. and the and the entertainment. You, you know? say that it, it is kind of a Sophie's choice because I would choose a coral reef yeah. over because of the food. Right. But as far as children's interaction, yeah. The aqua- you know, the children are infatuated with the aquarium, but the beer garden, being able to run down there and dance and oh, do and everything, dance, yeah. it is more children interactive. So, I mean, it kind of works mutual. That's why, like, in, in, I don't know, Aaron and I did this show a long time ago that yeah. when we named, like, our top five restaurants, when it came to uh, having children, beer garden and coral reef were in that group. Right. Because, I mean, it, it, it kind of does go hand in hand. Right, right. That yeah, makes sense. Because yeah. there, are, there are a few restaurants where you have the children and it's um an interactive experience for the kids yeah as well as you being able to enjoy a nice meal yeah well what about the uh, land grill or uh, garden grill sorry i keep saying the old name mm-hmm. the land grill and what about the garden grill in the land i gotta be honest i've never eaten there before really I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I have have you have, have you i haven't it's my niece's favorite restaurant though every okay. time my sister goes they have to go to garden grill now oh, interesting uh which i should have gone already because chip and dell are my favorite characters so oh it's great i should yeah. have already gone oh, you got mickey and minnie and uh what's that pluto mm-hmm. and chip and dale and i think donald no i can't remember if donald's there i don't think both mickey and minnie are there i think one of the other is there but i might be wrong on that one that might be the liberty tree i'm thinking of yeah, I could but be wrong. Maybe it's maybe it's just Mickey. I don't I, remember. I've I have wanted to eat over there just to be able to overlook the uh, the living with the land rock. Yeah, yeah. Because they do have it where you get that table where you're looking down into the attraction itself. Yeah, the rotation thing. Yeah, yeah. Their whole rotation dining room, uh, where it literally rotates. Uh, I gotta remember though. I heard reports of where it was broken and it's, yeah, they're no longer I've, rotating. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they fixed it since then, and we would have to get somebody. Maybe we get Sean on it and see if he can research a little bit. <laughs> Sean, a man, fish found woo. You know, we'll get you on a Skype, dude. Let us know if you have Skype. But yeah, research that for us if you can. Uh, see if the the thing is still rotating, or if they fixed it, or if it's gone disco, uh, no, <laughs> disco dining room or something. It's not rotating, but it's flashing lights. You know, you get your cobbler and stuff. The mm-hmm. cobbler for dessert is really good, actually. Yeah, I really enjoy the cobbler for dessert there. Yeah. I like that. Res- I mean, it's like you know, it's got comfort food. It was a good place for Thanksgiving. I think I went there two Thanksgivings ago. I was gonna say, didn't the Liberty Tree have the co- the cobbler? Yeah, they had the cobbler too. It's almost similar in uh, in uh, 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 servings, uh, mm-hmm. the the offerings. I should say restaurants, you know, they have the, like their turkey and their stuffing and they have some kind of fish and they have the chicken or whatever else and the, uh, some kind of steak thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I like that restaurant, too. But, you know, it, depending on when she I mean, she booked it. Ahead, I think she's got pretty decent. She should have a good time. I'd be curious to see how she likes it after she gets back. I Yeah, I would as well. I, yeah. Again, as far as dining, I don't see anything in here that I would just if, if this was a client that came to me and said, here's what I want. Yeah, there's nothing that I would have said. Uh, you know, you probably don't want X. Right, right. You know, um, the only thing I would have maybe considered would be, could you get be our guest? Uh, which of course you're going to recommend to everyone, but not everyone oh, yeah. can get it. So, well, I uh, think I might have mentioned to her about lunch. 
Right. See, now, I find beer gets to be kind of overrated. Yeah, but if you haven't done it yet, you got to do it. Yeah, you, you, that is true. You know, that is absolutely true. But the so. trick that has, and we kind of did it. You know, I think they opened the line at ten thirty, and you hop in the line, and you're probably going to get in there in time for lunch. Yeah, right. easily. You know, if and you get there early enough. But and they're starting to do the fast pass thing. Right. That but was, that's part of the problem. That's like the one restaurant you'll go to. You'll wait in line thirty minutes before you even get up there to order your food, and that helps add to the disappointment when you sit down. And you're like, okay, this is what it is. Eh, it's all right. I mean, so. Uh, so would you do it for dinner instead w- oh, of? Oh, absolutely. Absol- I've never been able to do it for dinner. So of course, yeah, I'd have to do it for dinner just to just to uh, have an appreciation of what dinner is like over there to see if yeah. it's any different. I don't know, Lee. Have you gone there for dinner yet? Or I haven't been uh, to the world since it's open. So. Yeah, yeah. Neither have I. I yeah, you know, I mean, I'm overdue for mine train, but uh, I like the whole lunch idea. I didn't mind. That didn't really bother me as much. You know, I mean, the food, you know, the food's food, but, you know, I, I didn't mind waiting. It wasn't that bad of a wait. No, I'm not saying, the, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying that there's an expectation built. Oh, that's what you mean. You, after you have to wait that long to yeah. get there, to sit down, to eat. Um, you know, I remember seeing the concept art for it. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. They're going to be bringing you out trays and there's going to be a little yeah. mechanical lumiere or... The uh, rose and thing that I thought ro- was a rose, but yeah, it's not a rose. It's a big was- orange donut, <laughs> red donut, that is. <laughs> right. Or, so disappointed. <laughs> or the they do have a rose in the, in the forbidden, um, what do you call it? The, um, the 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 room that we sat in. Yeah, the room we sat in. Oh, God. The West Wing. The West Wing, yeah. Yeah, where you see the thing, but it's so obviously a, like a little hologram illusion kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or you can't even take a picture of it. So, I, mean, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like it was a little overrated for what it ends up being. But for the Magic Kingdom, seeing that there are so few places to really get a good meal within yeah. the Magic Kingdom itself, yeah, I do see where it kind of hops up to the to the front of that list. But I do think Coral Reef before there. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah. then, of course, they do have Ohana. So, you know. Yes. What I did was, as we were talking, I just kind of mapped it out. And so, obviously, Tusker House, you're going to do on your Animal Kingdom Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50s you can do on your Hollywood Studio Day, mm-hmm. uh, Beer Garden for Epcot. So, Magic Kingdom that matches good with Ohana. Yeah. Kona matches good with Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You do Kona for breakfast, head over to the Magic Kingdom. You do Magic Kingdom the next day, go to Ohana for dinner. So, I mean, it's a good it's a good flow. You don't have to where you're gonna have to go back. zigzagging yeah, and everything exactly. else. Yeah. So, in you if you do have park hoppers, great. But if you don't. You can still make it work. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, That's a good way to look it's, at it. It's I like a good, that. It lays out well. I yeah. Guess, I guess is the way I would say. Yeah. It. That See, is good. You you can get ambitious when you're doing this kind of thing and book it like the uh, the flying fish, right? Mm-hmm. Or the uh, Raglan Road or anything right, downtown right. Disney and, and all that stuff. But then you got to leave. Yeah, then right. that's the problem is is the transportation and mm-hmm. everything you got to do to get there. Yeah, I have developed an affinity for Raglan Road. I really do enjoy that restaurant, and mm-hmm. that's usually a restaurant that you really don't need reservations for to get in or anything else mm-hmm. as much. I granted, I've never been there for dinner, so I don't know how packed they get. But even if it was, you know, I go sit at the bar and have some good Irish beer or coffee or whatever else and just have at it, you know, just enjoy myself just because it just seems like a good time. Just make sure they order the Lapu Lapu when they're at the... Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Make sure. So, sis, if you're listening, as I told her, I was going to do this in a show instead of just completely responding. <laughs> uh, but it's like, yeah, if you're listening, hopefully you are. Uh, Lapu Lapu is definitely... And you can get the Magical Star because I like the Magical Star too. But Lapu but Lapu is where... Yeah. But don't because you can get the Magical Star at this many other places. This is true. Lapu Lapu is the one place you can get it. In fact, you can get the Magical Star at Tusker House. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Lapu Lapu is definitely a drink you want to uh, What's what's the name of that bar? I keep forgetting the name of the bar. Um, Tambu Lounge. Thank you, Tambu Lounge. I keep wanting to say Tongo. It's <laughs> something, but you it's not. Tonga toast. Tonga yeah, toast. I think yeah. of Tonga Toast. Hey everybody, there's nothing wrong with your podcast or nothing wrong with the download. Uh, your iTunes or whatever you listen to didn't cut off the show short. Um, basically, what happened is that whenever we do a show with Lee, things tend to go very, very long. And this show is no exception. We went on for like maybe two and a half hours, maybe even 40 minutes, two and a half, two hours, 40 minutes. So I decided to break up the, the shows into two particular, two different halves to save you guys some download time. So, um, and also to save your ears, because I mean, you know, you can only take so much unless you're doing like a two hour drive then by all means, man, you could do it. But we're, we're gonna, I'm going to release the second half uh, sh- very shortly. 
Um, so you'll have two of those different shows. So you could take a little break, a little intermission, so to speak, uh, between for the Magic Our Way podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoy this one, and we're gonna, we're going to continue on in show fifty one B with the Hub and talk more about Sissy's inquiry, which is about the Fast Pass Plus. So go ahead and download that show when it comes out, and we'll see you then. <laughs> 